think? And welcome back to the Film Realcast. It's Saturday, it's the weekend. It can only mean one thing that I'm excited, but more exciting is that I've got Neil back. Neil, hello. Oh, hello, Stu. How the devil are you? I am wonderful for many, many reasons. Oh. One of them being that I'm talking to you. The other reason is because we're going to talk about episode five The Truth, The Winter Soldier, Falcon. It's just amazing. It is so good. Another, a different kind of episode. Yeah. one we had last week, but one that I'm extremely excited to talk about, nevertheless, because it's just fucking awesome. No, so. definitely. Definitely a different episode, wasn't it? I didn't think it, it took a different way than I thought it was going to, so it's interesting. So it'd be interesting to see what you think. Yeah, and, and again, we've not spoken about this, so I don't no. know what you feel. So it's going to be interesting to hear what we kind of both feel about this episode. But um, before we get into that... Other exciting stuff is that we are going to start our Terminator franchise, our retrospective review of the Terminator films. Um, we should have everyone back for the podcast. That should be absolutely awesome. And we've got loads of other stuff. We just finished our Rush Hour 1, 2 and 3, or 3, 2 and 1, we did them backwards, which was an interesting concept, wasn't it? it? Yeah, it was a bit odd. I think we were a little bit Rush Hour out by the time we'd done the first one, but it was still enjoyable. It was really good, yeah. So that's on all good podcasting platforms, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, everything. We are everywhere. And also, it's going to be on our YouTube channel, The Film Realcast. So go there, and there's loads of other films as well. Loads and loads. So let's get on with episode five, The Truth. And this starts with, I have to say, the best fight that I can remember in a long time. Big time. Really. I mean, fucking... So many powerful symbols in this. The shield has still got the blood on it. I mean, you've got John running from the the murder that he committed. And there's a lot of different views. I mean, I, I love looking at um, YouTube and uh, like social media and all the different kind of forums about this. And you've got loads of different mixed reviews. You've got people who are saying the guy was a terrorist. It wasn't murder. And he was doing what a soldier does. And mm. some people are really on that hate bandwagon saying that it was just cold-blooded murder. I mean, where do you stand in that? What's your thoughts? Uh, it was murder because, one, he and didn't actually kill um, Battlestar. It was Carly, I believe, wasn't it, that actually yep. punched him and killed it him was. by mistake. So he's chased down in his incensed rage and basically, you know, he's he's supposed to stand for justice. He should have captured him, questioned him and all the things that they would do with a terrorist as they're called. So yeah, in my view, he murdered him. He just couldn't stop. He couldn't stop himself. The serum, his ego, everything that's going on in his head, all the trauma he's been through, obviously that you've spoken about before, he's just lost it. Yeah, definitely. I, I think it's really interesting. And what we did speak about was what kind of spin the U S government might put on this, if any, mm. And he's kind of very, I think he kind of dips his toe in the puddle of Isaiah in a certain way. But 
it's such a, when they walk into that warehouse and he's crouched over that shield with the blood on it. I mean, yeah. that's a poster shot if there was any. It's incredible. Definitely. And the fact that then they kick off, they try and talk him out of the shield. They try and say to him, look, mate, you've gone too far. It's consuming you. What's going on? Yeah. And it just and as soon as they mention, just hand over the shield. That's it. It's just lit that fucking fuse. That, oh, didn't it? Oh, and, and it, but I think in credit, huge credit, and I can never remember his name. And you always remind me in the fifth episode. I'll have to ask you the same favor. The guy who plays um, John Walker, White with, Russell. That's the one. <laughs> Every <laughs> fucking episode. <laughs> his acting in this, I mean, he's got so. I, I think it's a credit. The fact he's hated so much is a credit to the writers. A, a credit to the acting. Oh, definitely. Oh, it's he plays this that kind of twitchy kind of character where you can see him wrestling with his own kind of emotions, his own thoughts, mm. and his own guilt. That yeah. and the flashback he has of Lamar and all of those moments in the build-up to this is really kind of like already, even though it's early days as Captain America, but he's a real kind of tortured soul, isn't he? Oh, massively. Like you said, you know, he's been there. He's got his three Medal of Honors for all the horrible things he had to do. And he's, he's a traumatised bloke massively. And I think the actor is, he's brilliant. When we first saw him, we took the piss out of him because he looked like an absolute muppet in the uniform. Yeah. But he's brilliant as an actor. I, I think they've done an absolute worldy getting him to do this. Yeah, I do. I think he's, he's so good at, at the way he, the, the way they put that blood on the shield and they keep showing the yeah. blood, the shield and, it's the symbol of what it stands for and the fight they have over that shield. Yeah. Such a good fight. It's so powerful and emotional. It kind of reminded me of the trying to get the glove off Thanos. Yes. It was, they were just so close and that the evil in his eyes. And when he, he keeps, he's now kind of got rid of John Walker. He's now Captain America. That has consumed him like fucking venom isn't it really oh yeah definitely it's interesting because when you're watching the fight he is trying to kill both of them isn't he there's a couple of moments where he nearly smashes um sam in the face with the shield and he gets out of the way just in time so you know he just doesn't care now who he hurts who he kills he just wants to be captain america and you know it's he's completely incensed by it do you feel sorry for him at all um I do in a certain sense that he's clearly got issues with everything he's been through, but I don't as well because he chose to t- take that serum because of his greed. Yeah. So I'm sort of on the fence with it, to be honest. In the- Yeah, so am I. And it's really weird how kind of even I've come around to he's just a complete 100% dick. And yeah. now he's not because of possibly when he was put into the position of Captain America, he didn't understand what it meant. And the government didn't do the, the right tests and psych evaluation for him that he clearly shouldn't be taking it and no one else can. But as you say, he goes to launch that shield into Sam's face or into his throat, or whatever. But yeah, the, yeah. the choreography, the fighting from Sam with those wings getting out of everything is so clever. It's so good. And Bucky has got that rage He's fighting for his best friend's shield. And you can tell that just for his face alone. I, I, it's yeah. so good and exciting and powerful. All of these things of just three guys kicking shit out of each other. 
Oh, it's, it's, it's insane, isn't it? It's absolutely brilliant. When he gets thrown, Bucky gets thrown, doesn't he? And his arm starts malfunctioning and then he's got Falcon on the floor and he's ripped. He actually physically rips the wings off of his suit. Yeah. And oh, just destroys amazing. it. And he's just about to smash it. He's taken his mask off and you can see that he's just about to smash him in the face with the shield like he did murdering that guy in the square. And yeah. thankfully, Bucky was able to get there in time because that would have been end of for Sam. Oh, 100%. And you can see that the rage in Walker's eyes that he's oh. just lost it. It's so good. They must have been so drained after this. It, it's oh, just it's so not. good. But and, that just uh, goes to show what the serum's done to him, doesn't it? He, you know, he oh, was yeah. he had an ego before and he had the whole issues around the fact he wanted to be strong enough to fight anybody. But that, that serum... Because like Battlestar says, it just makes you more you. Yeah. In that episode when he said he would take it. And it has. It's made him just a bigger, badder, sort of egotistical nut job. Yeah, it? it heightens every sense, doesn't yeah. it? The breaking of the arm is so oh, savage. Isn't it just? Jesus, it's fucking really hardcore. And I love the fact that after that, Bucky picks up Walker by his legs, swings him into a flying Sam. And just knocks him out and he takes the shield. And after that, what was your thoughts on the fact that Sam is laying on the floor completely fucked? He's just had it. Bucky gets up, picks the shield and just chucks the shield on the floor next to him. With a, It's quite an interesting look of you caused this, isn't it? Is that, do you think that's what he's saying? I think it is a case of this is yours. You should never have given. He's still angry at him, isn't he? The fact that he gave the shield away. So he just threw it at him saying. This is yours. You should never have done this in the first place. Pick it up. Yeah, yeah. Because he kind of, he said like, the shield is the closest thing he's got to. He says this at the end. I mean, yeah. we we'll talk about it more. But when you retired the shield, you retired a lot more than that. And mm-hmm. it's quite an interesting comment. And then Sam wipes that blood off the shield. And Sam, for just the look on his face, and Anthony Mack is oh, so good. The look of regret. It is the first one I've seen since he's gave, given that shield away because he's always said it was never mine to have in the first place. Yeah. But he's kind of arcing as a responsibility that he's realising now that it was his. So I think that's... Yeah. I think the guilt is in there, isn't it, with the fact that he knows that him being talked into giving it away by the government, which is how I swing it, is, yeah. you know, he's caused this new revolution of Captain America who's just turned into a massive fucking nut job and has <laughs> caused all sorts of issues, you know, and he's going to be in so much shit in a yeah. sense. Oh, so. God, yeah, it's, it's so, so good. But mm. and you then go to a character who's not been in it for a while, a character who I really, yeah. really enjoyed from the comic books, you get Torres, and they're really setting this up. It says about a lot of the GRC have arrested the Flag Smashers, and, but they can't find where Carly is which is obviously understandable. And after their conversation, he's always shown interest in the tech that Sam's got, and Sam gives him the wings, which is really good, because that kind of hints to the comic books, which they do hint a lot, where uh, Torres in the comics does become the Falcon. So Ah, I think that possibly later on, possibly in the MCU at some point, or in this, you never know where it's going to go, that... Cap will adopt Captain America. He'll, um, Sam will become Captain America, sorry. And yeah. 
Torres will become the Falcon, which is going to be so exciting if that does happen. But it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see because you can see that Sam's got this affinity with the shield growing, hasn't he? Because he's sort of holding yeah. on to it this time at the moment. Yeah, and it's very, very good. I mean, again, sticking with Walker, the next scene of when he actually goes and he's stripped of his title, I felt, I started to feel sorry. And then in his yeah. typical walk away, he fucked it up because they really do hang him out to dry, don't they, in this? Yeah, I think they had to, to be honest. You know, he, he's been recorded killing someone pleading for their life in the middle of somewhere. You know, they couldn't, you know, he was lucky that he didn't go to jail for war crimes in the sense, you know, doing that. And, you know, they did hang it, they did fuck him over, but he had to make, they had to make an example of him. They had to sh show that they'd done something wrong by giving him the shield in the first place. <clears throat> With all due respect, Senator, I don't think you understand the gravity of the situation fully, thereby have misunderstood the circumstances. This is not a negotiation. I understand This that. is a mandate. I'm just asking to be heard. It is a mandate. I, under I understand that! I understand that! I lived my life by your mandates. I dedicated my life to your mandates. I only ever did what you asked of me, what you told me to be and trained me to do, and I did it. And I did it well. Senator, I am Captain America. Not anymore. Because I think the right, as I say, the right is so good in this, but the way it's put. And when he shouts out to them that you built me, like you created mm. me, I'm, the, I'm a product of what you wanted me to be. And to a certain extent, I think that says a lot about that the people I've never known, I've never done any kind of service, I, I never will do. I'm far too out of shape and a coward, but <laughs> that, that these these people, I mean, must feel like that when they've been on several tours and seen what they've seen, and they're a product of what the army want them to be, and then they're just left in Civvy Street to get on with it, and they just can't mentally. I think it's really, really well written. And whether that's kind of a reflection of what they wanted to show, I honestly don't know. I think so. You're right, actually, to be fair. I think they try and cover quite a lot of bases in this show, don't they? About yeah. serious issues. And this is a serious issue. Though he's been an absolute dick for taking the serum and, you know, he killed someone in hot, hot blood sort of thing. But, yeah. you know, he didn't, he doesn't deserve to be treated the way he's being treated because he you know he, they have to do it because that's what they have to do but he doesn't deserve it in that sense because he has been a model soldier for them and done everything that they've ever wanted but he's fucked up once and now he's screwed over isn't he oh completely he won't get any of his army pension he won't get any recognition of the rank that he is no. and he's really hung out to dry but that kind of plays into you get valentina allegra fontaine who arrives, who's uh, an actress I haven't seen, I think Julia Lewis-Dreyfus, well, I've not seen her since Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is amazing, which is in a hell of a lot. Mm. And she approaches Walker uh, and his wife, and she's from the comic books. And it's with one episode to go, it's quite interesting that they've introduced such, uh, I mean, a big character as in the actress, but I mean, in the comics, um, she was an agent and she worked for S.H.I.E.L.D., 
and she worked with Nick Fury, and Nick Fury and her became lovers, and they kind of oh. fell in and out of love. He accused her of flirting with Captain America, um, but it's not known. There's not a lot known about her. She did dip in, and she did work for Hydra for some point. So it's interesting that she's got a blank card, and she does agree that I would have done the same thing as you. That person deserved to die, and yeah. it's just they. It's good that they put this character as a blank canvas, who's from the comics. Who can go in any direction, and it's yeah. it's it going to be exciting. It seems like she's sort of part. How I read it is that she's part of some sort of organisation that deals with, you know, trying maybe vigilantes or something like that, and she wants to recruit him potentially. But I don't know the comic books and stuff, so. But that's how I sort of looked at it. Going, yeah, that's giving a, a blank card. Yeah, like someone like Batrock would work for her. Mm. That she does just get mercenaries and fight yeah. fights that other people wouldn't fight, and it's yeah, yeah be interesting to where it goes. And when she's saying that about the shield as well, and don't worry about the shield. Yeah. That has she got access to vibranium, which plays into something that happens later on. It'll be interesting to see what she means about that. With a kind of legal grey area about who owns the shield. Anyway, you did. The right thing, taking the serum. Yeah, of course I know about that. I'll tell you something, it has made you very, very valuable to certain people. I, I actually think it was the second best choice you've ever made in your life. Oh, you want to know what the first best choice was? Picking up the phone when I call you. Oh, by the way, don't worry about the shield. I know you don't have it. Here's a little. Dirty state secret. It doesn't really belong to the government. So. Well, yeah, I think she's saying, isn't she, that you know, it was given to the government. They don't own it. It's it was never theirs because it was Tony Tony Stark made it, didn't he? At the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, it was it was poignant because they said, "Give me back the shield," didn't they? After as he was leaving the hearing, yeah, said they wanted the shield back asap, which means they, to me, that shows that the government are like shit, we need to find someone else that we can push out there and show that we're not the bad guys and, you know, spin it out again. So do you think they put another Captain America out so quick after this kind of public failure of Captain America? Or, or do you think they'd lock the shield away and not have another one? Because it'll be interesting to see what they wanted to do. I mean, that would be like such a, a token gesture, Captain America again, which would you'd have lost its title. Of what it means, wouldn't you? You you would, but there again, their egos are are such that would they just put out another one to say, look, you know, we made a mistake. This is the new guy or girl, you know, whatever it might be. And I don't know, I don't know, I, I don't, you know, it's it's the whole trust thing, is it? Yeah, are they you never second enough? guess, can you? End no. of the day, of what this government are going to do in this, but it's, no. yeah, it'd be, be interesting to see. But so. They go, they are in Latvia, or they go back to Latvia, and they talk about everyone like Nico and everyone who's was in their lives and now gone. And she's already proved by blowing up the GRC building and killing all those people how Carly can react and or overreact. I suppose some people would say. And she says, right, we're going to step this up and take it to another level, which does play in later on. And you know that whatever she's going to do isn't going to be good because. She's like a, a woman scorned, isn't she? Oh, she's, again, she has got her idea 
and that's it. And she is, the more that happens, she becomes more and more incensed and more entrenched in her idea and can't see past it. She has her plan and everything that happens is just pushing her towards it in yeah, a darker the, way. Yeah, and I get the impression that some of the, the flag smashers don't mm. agree with her ideas. Like when she blew that building up last time, and when like, Batrock comes into it, spoilers, we talk about this every week, that <laughs> they don't agree and we're terrorists now and we're working with terrorists, our allegiances are with them. So it's interesting that they're on a different like kind of side of the line, but they go along with it anyway. So Yeah, they believe in her cause. I just don't think they believe in her methods, but I think they trust her. So they're they're just they're following her at the moment, but I think in the back of their minds they're like I'm not 100% sure this is the right thing to do. But yeah. They, she's not really steered them wrong in the sense that she's obviously really helped a lot of people and, you know, and everything else that she's been doing. So I think it's more the fact that they just have an allegiance to her rather yeah. than believe in what she's, how she's doing it. Yeah, yeah, that makes complete sense. And then it goes to another scene, which is quite interesting, but... This Bucky going to Sokovia and finding Zemo. And uh, from my take of this, I, I don't know if yours is the same, but I got the impression that he's there. And the, Zemo seems really confident about uh, is if he can still control uh, yeah. Bucky and he can still kind of trigger him into killing someone. And that he was like egging uh, Bucky on to kill him. And when he pulled that gun out, and that he was going to kill him. They had that look on his face as if, if you kill me, I've proved to everyone that you're still a killer. That's still inside yeah. you. And he was really disappointed that he didn't kill him. And the fact that um, the Dora Milaje came and took him away, which was a very nice touch indeed. Yeah. But I, I thought, did you get that same kind of feeling that that's the way they were playing the scene out? It was like Dark Knight where Joker wants Batman to kill him to prove to everyone that there is another way of dealing with stuff and you stick to these rules that Batman has. And I felt the same about this scene, that he wanted Bucky to kill him. Yeah, at first when I was watching it, I thought, shit, you know, he's figured out a way to turn him back into the, you know, that they hadn't figured to get out of him. They, they turned him back into the Winter Soldier. And then obviously it was like, oh, he actually wants him to kill him. You know, I saw it the same way. It twisted as I was watching it. There was a yeah. lot going on because of the way they filmed it. I thought, bloody hell, they've done it. He's he's turned him back. Definitely. But, and then he's he's just pulled a fast one on him, pulling the trigger with no bullets in, and then they turn up and take him away. And you can see that Zemo is proper disappointed in the fact he's, that he's not being able to prove what he believes is true. Yeah, it's great, as you say. Yeah, 100%, because... Zemo is probably disappointed about this. And you've got Ao, who's really pleased about this because she was the one who kind of took his brain apart so that the, the words wouldn't be used. Yeah. And he's taken off. Do you think when they take um, Zemo off to the ship, back to Wakanda, do you think that is Zemo done now or he'll be back? What's your thoughts? Uh, I think that there's more to see from Zemo. I think he'll use his ways, his cunning to get around around that lot in some way he'll either you know manipulate them to think that he's you know a good guy and he's got no i don't know i, I can't see this is going to be the end i hope not anyway 
Yeah, definitely. I like Zemo. I've really grown to like him, and I really grew to like them all as a trio as they were going through this. And he asked Ao for a favour, and the favour obviously is that case that she brings, which contains like a, a uniform. But where did they get that from? And how long did it take for them to, to bring it? And did they know who it was for? You know what I mean? It's. I thought initially the favour was his arm was still fucked from the fight that he had with um, yeah. Walker. And can you repair it? Because they showed that they got the technology and they're the ones who built it. I didn't think it was the case. I was really surprised that it was the case. I thought when they asked for it, he asked for a favour. I thought he was going to ask them to make um, Samson better new wings. Was what uh, I thought initially, because obviously he still had his arm, and I thought, yeah. you know, Sam had his his Falcon ripped apart. So I was thinking that maybe it might have been that. But so it was, was the case, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, eventually at the end we found out it was the case, which we don't know what it contains yet, um, but it's fairly obvious. But, um, It'll be interesting to see if Bucky went through Sam's drawers to find out the sizes of his clothes and where mm. he got right. And when he yeah. put the outfit on, it'll just be too baggy. That'd be hilarious, wouldn't it? Oh, this needs to be taken in in the scene. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> like MC Hammer trousers on that Captain oh, suit. brilliant, wouldn't it? That'd be <laughs> <laughs> and the top will be like a crop top and his belly button will be showing. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be Bucky's fault. He did it for shits and giggles. <laughs> yeah, this massive hat that just falls over. Yeah, pretty fucking brilliant, wouldn't it? Oh, dear. That'd be so good. Sam is really crazy about pink, just so you know. It's a yeah, brick yeah. colour. Pink and glitter. <laughs> pink and glitter. <laughs> when he opens that case, all serious. It's like a sparkly fucking pink outfit. <laughs> just a, yeah, just a leotard with the American flag on it. Yeah. Oh, I'd die. I would buy <laughs> that figure a hundred times over. <laughs> Jesus. So you then get Sam going to see um, Isaiah. And again, they've kind of always, virtually every episode, they brought up like the, the race issues, as in, oh, uh, yeah. which is obviously, again, really topical as it is at the moment. And it's really interesting the way he speaks. And Sam, I love it that he says, I really want un to understand what went wrong and why you're feeling the way you are. And that he says that the government would never have a blonde, um, a black Captain America. They wanted yeah. blonde hair, blue eyes. Um, mm. And that he did go over. He was locked up. He, he was captured and they injected several people and said it was a tetanus injection. Yeah. And they sent them into battle to see how they'd react and respond, which is so savage, isn't it? Oh, massively. It's just human testing, isn't it? It's it's awful. The fact that they just thought, oh, we've got this thing. We don't know how it is. We've got several different ones. Let's just pump it into some candidates. They've obviously got candidates like him, big, strong, good-willed, all these other things, courageous. And they've just pumped it into people. And it's, you know, from what he was saying didn't work with certain people it really fucked them up yeah they all had different reactions in certain ways yeah. did did you take it that the different candidates who was um they're injected that they're all black or was it just a, a collective that they actually got from the army i thought it was a collective but i didn't see it as a race thing um i just thought that they did it on sort of personnel files if you like yeah that's what i got because it wasn't mentioned with regards no. to 
they got kind of um, people of different ethnicity um, to no. go off and fight. And because I can I totally understand it, the bitterness towards him that everyone was captured and he rescued them. They were going to destroy the whole POW camp so the government could cover up anything that they were doing. You wanted to know what went wrong. A handful of us got shot up with different versions of that serum. But they don't tell us what it is. They tell us it's tetanus. Some of us started dying off. Then a couple of the boys get captured on a mission. I heard the brass talking about blowing the POW camp to hell to hide the evidence. So I bust out of the facility one night and I brought them boys back. And what did I get for saving their lives? For the next 30 years, they experimented on me. It's shocking, his story, which is told so well. Oh, it's awful, isn't it? It's, it's file. So he, basically, he never had, he never got to spend the rest of his wife's life with her, never got to see her. They stopped the letters that she was sending. They said that he was dead. So you know she could move on with her life and it was all a massive i mean it's it's awful it's you know no wonder he absolutely hates them you know i think yeah. anyone would feel exactly the same and the fact yeah. that he's got so much control around it that he just sort of says you know previously i ain't talking about it and i'm not you know and he opens up this time and shows to sam who's already conflicted isn't he he's already yeah. conflicted about how the government are dealing with it and the grc and the flag smashes and everything and this is just another poignant moment where sam really starts to think am i fighting for the right guys i don't know yeah it's portrayed so well with sam ah. just sitting there just the look on his face says it all and definitely and i can understand the bitterness and i love the fact that the the his death was faked by this nurse who actually mm. got him out and you can totally understand his bitterness and as you you said you kind of nailed it that sam's in a dilemma at the moment he's really on the fence as to the, the grc of where they stand and the flag smashers who Definitely. i understand that they've been kind of moved on and kicked out of the countries that they were actually asked to go and to work in and save yeah that it's, it's understandable why he's he's in this dilemma and it's that he says that no one with any respect no black person of any respect would take up that shield and what's happened that's interesting and even i thought that sam would be in doubt that he wouldn't take up that shield for this reason uh yeah i think initially he said he, he thought that he wasn't good enough to do it and now yeah. obviously we've got the elements of what this poor guy has been through and you know he's almost saying that you shouldn't well he did say you shouldn't wear it if you're black because yeah. it's not right. But I like the fact that I think Sam's conflicted on that. Sam, in his head, he's probably going, well, that's not right. It shouldn't be done about colour of your skin. It should be that you're worthy to wear it. So, yeah. And the way they, not kind of spin that round, but the way Sam figures it out, mm. um, like in, in the next kind of like the last third of this series is really good because he, he does yeah. leave very conflicted. And I, I think from what i got this because it's conflicted about it 
he goes back to his roots. He goes back to Sarah. Yeah. And the boat is like a symbol of of all of this, isn't it, in a way? That's what I got from it. That he goes back and he speaks to Sarah and he wa- wants to fix this boat and he calls in the community, he calls in all of his friends to work together because the boat's important to them. And even Sarah says, what's important to me and what's important to everyone else is completely different, as in the the policies at the bank, the racist policies <laughs> wouldn't help them out because of colour yeah. and they played it on that he's vanished for five years. And that even when Bucky turns up, again with that case, the bond they get and the closeness they get just through building that boat and sorting all of their problems out was so, so good. I, I loved them working together. I really enjoyed that. That was funny, wasn't it? They're, so, they're proper buds now, aren't they? They have become thick as thieves. They, you know, they do anything for each other. And it, it is fantastic, their relationship. Um I found I found this all a bit padded out. I was hoping for more action, but it it was a necessary moment within the series. I just wish yeah. they'd sort of done it a bit faster and maybe concentrated a bit more on how Walker was doing, considering anything that had happened to him. Yeah, you, it would have you, been interesting. Yeah, sort of his struggle, how he was, you know, and everything else like that. But no, I I, I liked it. I, I it it was good. I just I thought it just went on a bit too long. Yeah, I, I love the comment when they he fixes that valve and says you didn't use your met, your metal arm to fix it. Yeah. He says, I don't always think of that immediately. He goes, I am right-handed. Obviously <laughs> yeah. referring to knocking one out, which uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really, really good. Well, imagine and using the that conflict... metal arm to do that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that, would take, that would be risky, wouldn't it? <laughs> but it's when he talks to, to Sarah about getting rid of the boat and the fact that that she says to Sam you're a fighter and you fight for the right things and mm. this boat kind of represents every all of the pain we've been through if you don't pick up the Captain America shield all of the pain that you've been through and everyone else that will be just lost yeah, yeah. and it's a really good kind of redemption for that and I love it that Sam decides I can be Captain America I can pick up the shield and prove to everyone that a black person can carry it with honour. And Definitely. it's awesome. It really got me excited. And I would have liked to have seen an even longer episode, as you say, of Walker, of just emotionally how he's dealing with everything. I think that would have been really interesting as well. Maybe we'll get that in the next one. I'm not Maybe. too sure. But And Sam's obviously in a dilemma. Keep looking at that shield. Uh, keep looking at that suitcase, as in... Should I open it? Should I not open yeah, it? And yeah. all meanwhile, Bucky's flirting with his sister really well. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was brilliant. Oh, hello, Sarah. So, you know, probably, you can see that Sam's like, you fuck off, mate. Back yeah. right off right now. <laughs> you leave my sister alone. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes to Sharon Carter. She's obviously, I don't know who she's talking to, but she's referring to him rotting in some Algerian prison. Um, you can hear some voice on the phone, but no names are, are mentioned whatsoever. And no. I, I've got a feeling that she's talking to Batrock. Mm. So right, and if okay. she and if she is talking, because it's a, a French accent and he got sent to Algeria, because I mentioned that in the last one, that he got kicked out of an Algerian prison. Yeah. Um, and I, if that is right, then she's in collusions 
possibly going to get Falcon? Because Batroc's story is that he wants to kill the Falcon. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of in the winds on this one, to be honest. I don't know much about the the backstory, so I'm really interested to see where this is going. But her character, she keeps coming in, doesn't she? Yeah. And I still think she's the bad guy, like in that sense. I think she is, um, uh, what they called. What the power broker? Yeah, I, I swear she is. But the interesting thing is, and I've just done this now, just to see. And if you go on to, um, when you watch it on Disney+, Plus, if you put the subtitles on, it even now says, I've just seen it, Batroc speaking French. Right, there you go. So then. if there was any mystery around that, who she was talking to, just it's click on the subtitles yeah. and it will tell yeah. you who she's talking to. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they kind of killed any suspense that was in there. What did you think of the, the scene? Like, like, once this is all done... He's got the shield and Sam is put padding out these trees, which is such a, a great kind of obstacle course. And the conversation he and Bucky has about Bucky putting his ghost to rest. You up for a little tough love? You want to climb out of that hell you're in? Do the work. Do it. I've been making amends. You weren't amending, you were avenging. You were stopping all the wrongdoers you enabled as a winter soldier because you thought it would bring you closure. You go to these people and say sorry because you think it'll make you feel better, right? But you got to make them feel better. You got to go to them and be of service. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? I think it, he's clear. He's spoken to lots of soldiers and stuff, hasn't he? That have dealt with issues. Yeah. Leaving the army or whatever it might be, and he's very good at talking people round to doing the right thing. And you can see, can't you, the look on Bucky's face when he suddenly realizes that what he's been doing has been completely the wrong way round of what he should be doing to try and get over his emotions and his, his troubles. And instantly I thought, I wonder if he's going to go back and tell the guy that he killed his son or his whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, go see Yuri. Yeah. Yuri and they tell him the truth saying, do you know what? I did, I killed him because he was working for the bad guys and all this sort of stuff. It'd be interesting to see if that's how, because, you know, he said, you know, just telling one person why you've done these things would help you. And he goes, well, I've got about 12. And he goes, well, just start with one. So yeah. I think that'll be the person that he does it. Yeah, I completely agree. And it kind of do something for them, do them a favour, yeah. help yeah. them out. You're kind of everything you're doing at the moment is helping yourself, but yeah, you need to do something for them so they understand. Yeah, I think this first trip that we're going to see, and it sounds like it's going to go on a bit of a road trip, and it will be Yuri who will see and it will tell him about his son. And also, he talks about um, Steve Rogers as well, and he's finally kind of understanding what it felt like for a black man to be handed the shield. And yeah, I'll talk about Isaiah, and then it's great that he then apologizes, which and he gives uh, Sam that shield, which is such a good moment. It's like the the official handing over of the of the shield and the title of Captain America. Yeah, and it's, oh, it's, it's fantastic, great. isn't it? It just it ramps it up to say, look, Sam and um, Steve gave this to you for a reason, and you've finally figured out this is why he wanted you to have it it's not about the 
fucking color of your skin or anything to do with race, religion or anything. It's the fact that you are who you are and you fight for the right reasons. You haven't got your own agenda. You just want to help people, you know, and that's why he was given it in the first place. Definitely. I think that it's done so, so well. And it'll be interesting to see what happens in the very last episode. And uh, we've already spoken about the boat and the fact that they decide to keep the boat. And the training montage scene, everything. I love the the (laughs) score of it. Sam chucking that shield. Jesus, the speed of that shield bouncing off those trees is lethal. Oh, no, it's funny, isn't it? When he's, he's, it's interesting because when they were throwing it between them, when they're having this chat, they were catching and doing it quite easily. And I yeah. thought, oh, they're really good at this. But they must have been doing it fairly slow, sort of pr- cash. When he's training later, he nearly takes it off about three times, doesn't it? It's oh, hilarious. It's so <laughs> it's like, good. It is, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, it's visually, it's brilliant the way it oh, bounces yeah. off. It looks so realistic. It's, it's just so dangerous, that weapon. And it's great to finally see just how he does it and the shield actually working because when they show you in the winter soldier um when he's on that boat and it's bouncing off different parts i mean steve Mm. makes it look so effortless he was so good at it but to see to learn how difficult it is and the fact that sam's got to to learn himself and doing all those flips it was so exciting i was buzzing that was brilliant wasn't it and the fact that he's doing all of this not being a super soldier he's just that's it yeah normal guy that has to train it's so hard. good it's, it's gonna it's be fantastic what did you think about the scene because obviously we mentioned walker but he goes to see battle rocks uh, battle star sorry's um family doesn't he yeah i, I thought that was a really really good scene uh, he did seem very humble in that and it was the kind of walker who we initially saw but i i kind of feel all his anger um and like the flashbacks is possibly pulling him in the direction of um valentina allegra fontaine yeah. as in that it will make his mind up to then go and take vengeance and i kind of think that that's what they were pushing it towards especially when it finished with him walking out there seeing his old self in a captain america poster yeah but what i frustrated what what i found fun about this is the fact that they asked did you get the? Did he kill our son? And he couldn't bring himself to get past his ego and say, "No, yeah. the person that killed your son is still out there. I killed someone that was involved in them." And he's yeah. basically lied to his best mate's family to say that he got the person that did it. You, yeah, it's interesting because I didn't know whether that was kind of to put them at ease. You know what I mean? I think it's a bit of both, but I think it's it's almost. But he, yeah, his ego, it's his ego, isn't it? He just cannot get past the fact that he ha- he can't do things wrong. So he, yeah. in his mind, thinks it's right, even though he knows that he wasn't the one that killed him. He, so he, I took that as he was doing them a favour. And it was like the mm-hmm. Mickey and Rocky of when he like got lost to Club Lang. He said, did you win? He went, yeah, knocked out. No, he goes, what happened? And he just says, knocked out in the third, referring to himself. And Mickey thought he won and he was at peace. So I took it as that. That's really interesting yeah. you took it as that one. I like that. Yeah, no, I just, I don't trust him. I, that's the problem with it. I just, I think that he's, his ego is so massive. He can't see past anything like that. He, that's why it's so good. Taking it two different ways. Yeah. It's so, so good. Shows how and well then, it's written and acted, doesn't it? Oh, 100%. 100%. And then you get 
Carly and Batrock finally comes into it, proving that it was him who Sharon was talking to. And he turns out loads of ammunition. And there's two good things about this, that he says, all I want to do is kill Falcon. And then I like the fact that she uses her phone and kind of initiates all of the other agents who you initially think are just normal people sitting yeah. and having a picnic. And it just goes to show how big the flag smashers are and that they are so undercover and everywhere. Oh, they are everywhere. Their following is huge now, isn't it? You know, all the stuff that's been going on, like they said in sort of the news bits and pieces, that there's such a following for the flag smashers now that they must be recruiting every day. Yeah. To do to do what they think is right for these poor people that have been, you know, completely fucked over after trying to settle the world after the blip. Yeah, and I, I as you said earlier, I understand their calls. And I support their calls, mm. but I don't support the way they're doing it. Certainly so, not. Yeah. Certainly and not. You learn that the GRC are in New York and that they're going to have a vote um, to what's going to happen. There's another phase that they keep talking about. And I think it's to officially kick everyone out of the country who mm. they initially asked to come into the country. And he speaks to Torres and Torres is tracking the signals from the GRC, uh, from the flag smashers, sorry, and identifies that they are in New York handily which is good because it makes it easier for Sam to go where he needs to go um, yeah. rather than them being like Zimbabwe or somewhere else, which is awkward <laughs> to. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. Before. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it ends with them um, talking about what they're going to do next. And they're even saying, why should we bother voting? We know what we're going to do. Um, and they're going to kick everyone out. And then it all goes black. And you find out that some of the security guards are flag smasher agents and yeah. they take over the building. Again, a poor showing of vetting for their security guards. <laughs> it's not just, the first time. Not the first time. They need to really sort that out. Whoever does their vetting is really needs to have a word with themselves, doesn't it? It's I, shocking. I did like the fact, though, that not all of the GRC members wanted to, you know, just start rounding the people up. They said, you know, they, I think there was a lady said, we can't treat them like cattle. Yeah. Stuff. So it's interesting. There's conflict in there as well. I I did like that. Definitely, yeah. I'd like to have learned a bit more about that, as in mm. kind of what they're intending to do. Because I talk about the troops are in place. Obviously, that I take it it's all about the camps. Yeah. Um, for the displaced people to round them all up and then take them back to their country. So it will be interesting. And it finishes with Sam opening that case. And I take it that. The look on his face, it isn't a pink glittery outfit. No, I don't think so. I don't, it wasn't a look of shock. It was a look of, well, this is happening. You know, yeah. It's all just clicked into place. That's it. Shit's just got real. And for yeah. those who don't know, if you go to 54 minutes and 24 seconds, oh. there is a post credit scene. So and the only reason why I checked is because in well, Wanda... That they did have a post-credit scene on the last, second to last one and the last one. And it's our good friend, John Walker, spraying and building a shield. I know. And I was thinking to myself when he was doing this, I was like, doing it with sheet metal is not going to work, mate. You know, it's not going to be anywhere near as good as the original one. So it was interesting, like you said earlier, I didn't think about um, what's her face, Allegra, having the um, metal to be able to build a, a proper one. Yeah, what I mean. that's, yeah, because she was with S.H.I.E.L.D., so would she have got vibranium from somewhere for him <sighs> to build a S.H.I.E.L.D.? You know? It, Maybe. I, 
I hope he does, because if it's just yeah. some metal shield, it's going to get destroyed. Yeah. It'll be great if it has got vibranium. And again, ask him where he got it from. Um, yeah, I, I honestly don't know. But it was really, really good. And it, who's he going to target? Is he going to target um, the Flag Smashers, or is he going to go after um, Sam? I mean, Sam's going to have his shield. That is going to be one hell of a fight, isn't it? I think he's going to go after the Flag Smashers. I think he's going to go after the ones that have done this to him, or he believes has done this to him, made him lose everything. And I I think it'll be one of those moments, potentially, that Sam's there as well, and he sees him, and then there's going to just be a massive ruck between good Captain America and the bad, self-proclaimed yeah. Captain America. It would um, be good. Then yeah. Torres flies in with the wings as well. That would be fucking yeah. awesome. It'll all bring, it'll all come together, and Saturn, Bucky will be there, and you know, it'll just, it'll just be fantastic. There's just going to be, a, hopefully, a massive. What I did like about when he was making the shield is the fact that he was putting his medals in it. Yes, really, really good touch. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It's just a really height and this is what it means to me i've earned these medals you know i'm going to use this to kick some ass and show you who i really am it's going to be yeah you know the only thing that makes me think it might not be vibranium because vibranium is so tough that you actually see him with a hammer bending yeah, it all them exactly and kind of welding it and if it was welding a shield unless it was like some master craftsman i can't see it holding together very well no i mean i'll be honest if i tried doing something like that it'd just turn out looking like a really misshapen dustbin lid so <laughs> i probably wouldn't even get it round it'd be some sort no. of weird jaggedy shape so yeah <laughs> it would be pony i'd get loads of tetanus shots and stuff like that <laughs> it'll be terrible but yeah that was episode five called the truth and another as you said earlier it's a different episode there wasn't as much action um, as it was previously, but the fight for me was the best fight. Oh, um, where did that kind of rate with you throughout this series so far? Oh, it's it's up there. I mean, I love all the episodes. I, I really do. Um, I still think the one before this was absolutely brilliant because of the twist of him killing that guy. It was just, it was mind blowing. But um, yeah. it's still up there as it, it was a brilliant episode. Yeah, but the last one, the whole world is watching, is still the best one thus far for me. Yeah, I think it just gets, it, it's just great, honestly. I get so excited when mm. I get up for work on a Friday. It's like I want the day to be over so I can go home and watch this series. <laughs> I'm just like a child, you know what I mean? It's oh, definitely. It's so yeah. funny. It's captured us, hasn't it? It's definitely captured our imagination. And it's just one of those things that you just, you cannot wait to get your teeth into and start picking apart and your mind races to think, Oh, where are they going to go next? What are they going to do is eat, you know, and you start having your own ideas and you, yeah. you know, and, and are you so going to be big. surprised? It's not? filmed so well. It's just filmed mm. so cinematic. It's especially this one did as well. And it's, and they've managed to in five episodes cover like kind of race issues like PTSD and even mental oh, yeah. health. And it's brilliant, and Marvel haven't done that previously. For them to do that and cover the uh, the MCU and what's coming up, it's just written so, so well. I mean, they've nailed oh, yeah. these series. They've amalgamated so many issues and so much lore of 
of the comic books like you've said you know it's followed this bit it's it you know you're far more knowledgeable than I but to do that in five episodes is amazing and the fact like you say they're talking about race they're talking about all sorts of things PTSD refugees how people are treated it's just phenomenal it's just so poignant yet yeah. extremely entertaining and it has you you know just you're constantly just fingertips like oh my god give me more yeah definitely definitely well i hope everyone enjoyed that i'd love to know your thoughts on that i say we are on twitter it's at the film real cast um send us a message um if you thought it was a good episode bad one or how you think it's going to end um we do have i say terminator coming up on wednesday oh yes which uh, i really really can't wait i love doing these massive franchises it's and this one is so good for so many different reasons um it's just absolutely brilliant and i know you and james are, are really like this series are really passionate about it aren't you oh mate i'm a massive fanboy. i was a huge arnie fan anyway um in his 80s and 90s sort of films especially his 80s ones so yeah this is like oh it's just i cannot wait to watch it again for the probably the millionth time and really talk to people about how awesome it is Definitely. So we'll be doing that on Wednesday and that will definitely be out on Thursday, if not Wednesday. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Remember, check out everything else we've got um, on the, the podcasting platforms at the Film Realcast and the YouTube channel as well. Thanks to everyone who's listened so far. Again, I think we're going to get more listens than we did last month. And last month we got over 24,000. So it's incredible. And thanks everyone very, very much. Yeah, thank you everyone for listening in we really enjoy doing this like Stu said so you know i hope you do too superb everyone have a great weekend enjoy doing whatever you're doing and we'll speak to you very soon goodbye bye